This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Yeah, all of a sudden it said, you know, high temperature and, you know, unable to use phone until it cools off. I was like, oh, crap. Who would have known that uh, Zoom would burn your phone up? I know. They didn't warn me about that. (laughs) I talked to my attorney. Yeah, shit. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Whitetails Podcast. I am Gus. I'm Matt. Today is January 21st. President's Day. President's Day. We are coming off of a wild weekend at Seawee. We guess. We, we guess. haven't been yet. We're recording this ahead of time. Uh, so we're assuming it was a wild weekend. And depending on how it went. We may be retired right we now. May, we may just be retired and not doing these anymore. No. Um, yeah, we're preparing for it now. Uh Anxious, excited to, to kind of get into it, but we're looking forward to it. We have a special guest that's going to be calling in later. We're going to be yes tasting some whiskeys. Rocco from Camp Hero, which Ooh. I hate even saying that because it feels like he's he's just Rocco from Camp Hero, but in reality, he's my friend Rocco, your yeah, no, friend Rocco. Yeah, he's, he's a friend. We yeah. I, I, I adore, um, I wish we, we lived closer to yep. some of those folks uh, up there because I, I Totally see like regular hangs for sure. Just hanging out. He's um, also an executive producer of the Whiskey and Whitetail Show. He is an executive producer, so he's welcome on this podcast anytime. Anytime. And speaking of the executive producer, that's one of the cheers in Patreon. And we give you credentials to be an executive producer of the Whiskey and Whitetail Show. And as you see above us, your name goes up there. That's right. And you can throw that stuff in your uh, LinkedIn. We're also, what, three days away now when this episode comes out from giving away this bottle of Elmer T. Lee on Patreon. It'll be live through Discord. Hey, hit myself. Be live on Discord. Yeah, and if and if they're in attendance to win, and if you guys don't participate and make this worth our while, I'm going to steal it and I'm going to drink it. Yeah, hopefully nobody comes in and we just (laughs) like we'll just we'll bottle chug it right there for everybody. That would be funny. We should do it anyway. Like just kidding, and then just chug it. Psych. (laughs) Nobody gets it. (laughs) Uh -uh. Um, uh, This episode's code word. We started doing this last week, and we, were, we had a guest on, so we didn't preface it. But the, the code words, we're going to do monthly prize packs. We don't know what they're going to be, what's going to be in it. 
Uh, but we're going to do monthly prize packs, and a way to get entered is to use the code word that we give you. So if you're leaving a review, if you're listening audio only, in the review, just use this code word. If you're watching on YouTube, just comment below this code word. But this episode's code word is Appleseed. Appleseed. So if you use Appleseed in a funny sentence and we like it, you may be a higher chance to win. But in reality, all you got to do is just comment the word Appleseed. You can just Appleseed, and you're entered to win. And where should they leave that comment? Where are we looking for the comment? In the comment section. Of the video. Okay. Or if you leave a review, leave Appleseed in the review. Yeah. On, you know, Spotify or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't know. The Buzzsprout, whatever. <laughs> Wherever you're listening. But, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're everywhere. Apple so. Podcast and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and pretty much anywhere you, you can get a podcast. Yep. Yeah. We but also. We, we hit all the main, like, there's like the main five. And yep. then all the other smaller platforms get the feed. Use APIs to, to I think, to to pull from those. So. What's API stand for? I forgot, but I use it all the time, and I, I can't remember. remember. <laughs> it's something uh, interface, I think. Automatic, whatever. We also have big news. We're doing Bourbon on the Banks this year. Yeah, we just had some phone calls this morning. So we'll be at Bourbon on the Banks doing a live podcast. We're going to look into the direction of we're not doing whiskeys or tastings. We're going to do from seed to barrel. You know how much we love barrels, so we're trying to have the White, White Oak Initiative guys on there, or gals, um, a cooperage possibly, and then maybe just some forestry people that are in yeah. the White Oak. The uh, the White Oak Initiative, their partners page, yep. it's probably a good place to just a punch, we'll start. punch list to just go through yep. and see who's, who's available. Give, way to give it away so they can steal our idea. You don't want to start talking about it. I know, but that's the event, not how we're going to get the people. I'll just cut it out. It's fine. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> That's where I'll pick back up. So, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> so no, nobody's going to know. Yeah, nobody's going to know. Okay. All right. Um, but, well, yeah, so back to, um, <clears throat> yeah. So we're going to call Rocco here in a minute. So he did Starlight Picks, and we want to yeah. talk to him about, I guess, the Starlight and the pick process. He invited us to go, and I think an event happened. or Something happened. We couldn't go. But we have three picks. Um and the only thing I really know about them is that they all say Huber's on the front. So Huber's is a winery. A winery. Yeah. And I have notes on it that I'll probably I'll bring up during the actual podcast. But, yeah, so we have the Huber Single Barrel Indiana Straight. This is 106.6 proof. And on the back of this, we have Good Morning Camp Hero, uh, which is, you know, Good Morning Vietnam. And the logo there, and I B-roll this, but the logo there has uh, actual Camp Hero in the background. The second bottle that we have is the Carl T. Huber's, and this is the Salterine Barrel. It's 111.6 proof, and on the back we have Starlight and Stripes from the show Stripes, the movie Stripes. And then finally, Gus. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> well, Same thing, but th- this one is the honey finish, and these are the ones that a lot of people go crazy over. Yeah, I'm interested barrel. in that one. Yep. And on the back says, hey, honey, hey, deer. It's got a deer feeder uh, <laughs> with the Starlight bottle in it, and then the Camp Hero logo as well. And then we get these epic tater jobs with the wax, red, white, and blue. And then they even stuck some toothpick flags in there. Oh. So it's pretty cool. So I'm very excited to open these. I've been sitting here looking at them. As soon as the pick idea came about, he reached out to us, and, and we wanted to go. We just we couldn't. But yep. Excuse me. Excuse you. It wasn't even a burp. It just came out of my stomach. <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> what's the other show we're going to? Oh, that's the, uh, so it's in North, North Georgia. It's north of Atlanta. It's called the, 
it's sponsored by Ag Pro is the title sponsor, the big sponsor. It's put on by Georgia uh, Outdoor News Network. Okay. Or Georgia Outdoor News. It's like a, a big website or whatever. What's it called? Gone. The Outdoor Gone is this Georgia Outdoor News. Yeah. And it's called I the Outdoor it. Blast. I pieced that one together. Yeah. Outdoor it's Blast. Outdoor Blast. Yeah. It's a sportsman, big sportsman show. It's a few weeks before deer opener in most of the south, so southeast at least. So, so be, if you're uh, bored in August, mm-hmm. I didn't write those dates. It's down, actually July. Yeah, it's, it's the uh, last weekend of July. Yep. You're bored July 29th through 31st. We will be there along with a bunch of other, it looks like it's going to be a pretty cool show. Yeah, she was naming off names. There's big, big yeah. hunter, like hunter safety systems. There's uh, some big names that are going to be yeah. there. So so if you're not prepared for the hunting season, that would be a good place to go get started. Yeah, it's actually, um, I hope we're really busy so that I don't find myself walking around spending money I don't need to. <laughs> or spend every penny we make. <laughs> well, show purchase. That's a write-off. It's for a hunting season. It's a write-off. I'm going to put that. Should put, I was going to say, yeah. I should put that in. <laughs> Who writes it off? I don't know. The write-off The people. write-off <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get Rock on the horn and let's get this it. started. All right. And welcome back to uh, the podcast, Rocco. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a while. Yeah, it's what? Um, September. Yeah, last time we did this, we uh, oh yeah, pretty sick the next day. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not, I felt horrible. <laughs> that felt horrible, and I don't, I don't think Gus and I made it uh, much. A couple miles down the road, we had to purge. Yeah, we uh, lost whatever food or liquid was still in my stomach. <laughs> and in case y'all haven't figured it out yet, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> well, and you know it, what that was worse. I actually blame Matt Livingston for that because I don't think you would have driven that crazy if Matt hadn't started asking questions about whether you were yeah. okay to drive. Yep. And as soon as he did that, I was like, you know, now Matt is going to drive. <laughs> like per- I'm not. Like he's not okay to and, and I just if I don't have a whole lot of people in my, in my life that I trust 100% with my life in a vehicle except for Matt. I've been with him in too many vehicles and too many situations. I, I know how well he drives. He used to race. I, I'm yeah, I was a race car driver. I'm comfortable with him behind a vehicle. So none of that bothered me except for the fact that it obviously made me puke. And so. for those that don't know what we're talking about, we did a full bottle kill of George C. Stagg with Rocco. Uh, and then I guess yeah, I lost track. Minutes. He had 43 minutes. <laughs> then I lost track. I thought we were still drinking. We were trying something new, but we tried something new four or five times. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, all of this is available, by the way, on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you held up the new drink like three times. Right? Let's, let's finish this stag, and we had finished it like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it was a good time. So the next morning, they weren't feeling too well, and, and and my driving was questioned. So then I started to show off a little bit, and I made everybody sick. I was surprised how well that F-250 handled those uh, Dude, those turns. It'll run. She'll <laughs> run. All right, we're going to pop this first one. This is just the regular um, single barrel. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I went ahead and pre-cut these so they wouldn't be uh, impossible to get off. Look at the wax ring. That is cool looking. So tell us about the pick. Uh, we got to go to Starlight, and um, because it was for the nonprofit for Camp Hero, they went ahead and let us choose. I think we went like 14 different barrels we tried. Oh, wow. And uh, having 14 different samples, of course, you know, we needed to eat lunch. That was just in the morning. So <laughs> we needed to eat lunch before we decided to drive back. Um, but it was, it was really great. I mean, there was such a variety and 
they have such a wide range of flavors and all their different, you know, barrels. And, you know, there's some that I already, I already know I want to go back and get um, the next time around. So, but these were the top three out of all 14 that we tried. Nice. And a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually a winery. It's beautiful out there, isn't it? it? Yeah. I haven't been. They, it's a winery. They make um, brandy. They, and then they make this also. And then they also have their own honey, which is um, where that honey finished barrel is, is from their own honey. Mm. Um, like they have the, um, like, of course, the Sauternes isn't, isn't from them, but they have all their like apple brandy finish. And all that. That's from their own brandy, too. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. But uh, what's cool is like the the honey barrel one is they have they'll finish the bar, the bourbon in the honey and then they'll also finish the honey in the bourbon. Oh wow, that's a smart what? way to do it. They they make multiple uses out of that same barrel. Yeah, just go back and forth until it it leaks. I would love to have some bourbon finished honey. Yeah, did you buy any of that? No, I haven't. Um, I want to get some though. Yeah, that, that'd be good to put in a hot toddy. Yeah, add me to that list. If you buy, <laughs> if you buy a jug, I'll, I'll pay you back. Okay. Yeah, this smells really good. It smells like um, Starlight. It smells like a single barrel, but it has a a lot of good flavors to it. Yeah. What's the? Do you know the mash bill on these? I'm not sure. This is really sweet. It is very sweet. Yeah, I get a lot of. Um, it's like a wheat, like a heavy wheat flavor to it. Mm-hmm. The it, it has a wheat flavor to it, but I get a lot of like citrus, a lot of fresh. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about that single barrel. We tried, I think, three different single barrels. That one had a, a really good sweet finish to it. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, pear almost. Like the juice that pears come in. Oh, yeah. The syrup. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I like that a lot. So for the, we have new listeners. that well, I mean, we've told your story before because we absolutely love you. And um, we've got big things coming down the road. But for those that don't know about Camp Hero... Tell them what they should know while I pop this next one. Okay. Um, Camp Hero is a, uh, we're a nonprofit, all volunteer nonprofit. And what we do is we host veterans, first responders, veterans and first responders for uh, outdoor getaways and events, um, pretty much for outdoor therapy, um, be able to decompress, heal with other, you know, veterans, first responders like them. Uh, we also do things with kids. We do youth mentoring for at-risk youth um, to help, you know, teach them things about the outdoors and also, you know, be positive influences in their life. Um, the way uh, Camp Hero came about was uh, I'm a disabled vet, and then I was also a police officer. And uh, June 3rd of 2016, I was dragged and ran over in a traffic stop, um, causing multiple spinal injuries. Um, the person who ran me over, she got 40 years in prison. But I ended up with, you know, lifelong injuries, was forced to medically retire. Um, being forced to end my career caused me to deal with uh, anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress. And um, I couldn't find any help as far as for wounded officers and first responders anywhere. Um, there was an organization I did find called uh, Kentucky Wounded Heroes, and they hosted veterans and first responders for outdoor getaways. I went to my first event with them as a participant, and I enjoyed it so much. And got so much out of it that after that I became a volunteer staff member and started bringing wounded officers from around the country here to Kentucky to be able to enjoy it. Um, in uh, 2019, I was able to buy 160 acres here in Jackson County, Kentucky, and I started Camp Hero. 
which uh, it allows me to be able to host the veterans and first responders here on site. Um, I actually have a location, whereas the Kentucky Wounded Heroes don't have a, they don't have a location. Um, in, in addition to the 160 acres I own, I also lease about another 1,400 acres. So it allows for, you know, and it's all, all surrounded by national forests. So it's isolated, remote. Um, people get to come out here and just pretty much heal in nature. And uh, there's actually scientific studies that show that being out in nature, the longer you're out in nature, the, it um, changes your chemical balance in your brain to where it helps you deal with the issues with post-traumatic stress, anxiety, and depression. Um, because as humans, we actually originated out in nature. Uh-huh. And the more we've gotten away from it, the more stress, anxiety, and everything else we've dealt with by getting back with nature, it helps reverse that and uh, pretty much helps you heal that way. Absolutely. And uh, well, I'm a f- firsthand witness of it. Um, coming out there with the WLS hunt uh, two years ago mm-hmm. and just being out there. I mean, there is healing in nature. Something about being messed up in the head and, and sitting in a tree stand, it, just, it, it can really change everything. But also that the water on your property, just sitting in that stream and looking around and just there's true healing in nature. And it's, I love what you're doing there. It's, it's Gus, you know how much Gus and I talk about it and, Oh yeah, so beautiful out there. We like you as a person. Just I, we before we called, we were talking yeah. like I hate saying Rocco from Camp Hero because that's not who you are <laughs> to me. You're just my friend Rocco. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. do you say your last name again? Because we screw it up all the time. Best in Yak. Oh, I was close. Best in Yak. Yeah. The yeah. D is silent. The J is like a Y. Yeah. Ah, okay. So yeah, if you think about how you say it and not look at it, it's a lot makes a lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was saying it correct. I just it sounded wrong. Your name sounds wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it looks wrong anyway. Yeah, yeah. What what is that? <clears throat> it's uh, Slovenian. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, my my grandparents were Slovenian on my dad's side, and uh, my dad was actually born in a uh, World War II refugee camp in Italy um, because Damn. the Germans completely destroyed the town that my grandparents were in, and they lived in a refugee camp for nine years, and that's where my dad. It was born uh, before they're allowed to come to the U.S. Oh wow, wow! So I didn't know that. That's heavy. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Jeez. Um, wow. Well, glad they made their way here, yeah, so you could be sure. here, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's wild. And, then, and that's you know going off on another subject or whatever. And when the people talk about immigrants, I mean, I know because my, I mean, my dad's an immigrant. Yeah. And uh, you know, like I said, my grandparents waited nine years to be able to come over. You know in a refugee camp and then you know other people want you know think that people should just be able to cross the line and do whatever they want and come over yeah you know and that's i think it devalues what being an american citizen is and uh if you can just merely just show up and be and you know get those rights yeah it's uh there's there's a lot of folks younger generation that have a lot of negative things to say about this country and what it has to offer. And I always like to, you know, point out that they're, if it's so bad here, you know, why are there people trying to spend years and years of their life still trying to come to America? There's a reason for that. I've always also, I've always had the opinion of uh, like, you know, you go do stuff and overseas and come back and it's like, you see the stuff and you're like, geez, but I've always been of the opinion that um, being American is not a nationality. It's an idea. It's a belief system. The people that came here and started this country, they came here because they had an intentional, this is what we want to create. Yeah. 
So by saying that you're an American, that, that doesn't mean that's what color your skin is or what color <clears throat> your eyes are or anything else. Being an American <clears throat> is idea. You believe in these principles and you want to subscribe to them. Yeah. And, um, and I think that's the reason it has such a draw for people to want to come here. And, um, yeah. Yeah. and it's the opportunity. And it's the people come here for the opportunity, not for the rights. Exactly. You know, the opportunity of being able to succeed. Yes, absolutely. You know, whereas in their home country, they don't have that opportunity. Yep. Um, th- it was funny. There was a, an immigrant I talked to. He was from Africa. He said he wanted to come to he just wanted to come to the U.S. because the poor people there's the poor people are fat. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why he, what he, he said. It's the only he says the only place you'll see fat poor people. Yeah, it's true though. And, yeah, because uh, you think about it, there in Africa, the the poorest of the poorest are they're starving. They're not yeah, that's right. Yeah. They yep. said it's um there was a I think he's in, yeah he's Indian uh comedian that just released a new special and at the end of his special he says uh he's like since I have your attention and everybody's here I just got one thing to say he's like quit saying that you deserve anything he's like our parents moved to the, immigrated to this country and they built the life that they gave us and I want you to think about that and think that if you don't have something it's because you haven't gotten up and built it for yourself that's right and uh, and I like that yeah. mentality and I think most immigrants have that mentality um, oh yeah, it's it's a mentality that folks like our, ourselves that are a couple of generations removed yeah. from that that reality of not having a choice but to build a life. You know, at, at, in some ways we're spoiled because yeah, we've, we've, sure. we've had that life sort of built for us and and passed on to us. Uh, I think that mindset, unfortunately. Is lost by a lot of people, and so. it wasn't that long ago that people were just trekking across. Which is funny. Our, our random fact is uh, has to yeah. do with this, but it's, <laughs> it's funny that the people came here and just trekked across to build. Anyway, off that. Oh, and uh, we love doing this to make it really awkward. So <laughs> it's like our favorite thing to do right now. So we're gonna we're gonna do it to you. But um, basically, we're gonna play a jingle, and then you uh, you will just it's the plug of the week, and then you're gonna plug your social media and stuff. We're not getting off the phone or anything. It's just we like to do it now, yeah. so it's weird. So, go ahead. Okay. All right. Camp Hero, where we host uh, Wounded Veterans and Wounded First Responders for outdoor getaways, and we also uh, build our future heroes by mentoring at-risk youth. Our website is camp HeroKY.org. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook under Camp Hero Kentucky. Uh, feel free to get a hold of us. Thank you. It's not a, it's not super awkward, right? You're used to it. No. It's usually awkward for other people. It's like because <laughs> they're like, okay, I'm like, yeah, all right, back to the conversation. <laughs> so I've been sipping this without even thinking, but these uh, the salt turn barrels really it adds like the you can taste that sweetness in it. Yeah, that one's a very is really complex. Whoa, there's a lot to this, man. You have that that foundation of just those normal bourbon notes, but then there's a a floral sort of uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, like a roller coaster, it, and it's like the the floral comes in and out. It's not like a yeah. a solid finish or like you know a real over overwhelming. You get it as you know. The more you breathe, you can you just you get it. You know, hints of it. Yeah, that's why Super I, I, long I couldn't come to words. But my hand was like, it's, "That's why I said it's coming, in, it's it's coming like, in and out." I didn't know how to. As, as yeah. one <clears throat> pattern falls away, another one picks up behind it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. This really, is really good. It's really complex. What is the uh, so the offline offensive um, sports grill? Is that who yeah, you partnered they, with? Um, yeah, they're uh, part of the uh, 
Speakeasy Bourbon Club, and uh, the offensive line uh, helped do the pick with me. And you know, they re- they received the product and everything from me from uh, Starlight, you know, and have the contract and stuff with them. So that way, we didn't have to buy the b- barrels up front. Um, they build them, and then as we sold, then we could you know pay it. Nice. Is that snow in the background, or is that just off white? No, it's it's just just glare. It shouldn't be snow. No, it's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> just one. I was say had... I was say it shouldn't be. It's like fifty something degrees today. Oh, is it? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. How much snow did y'all get in there? Um, this last time we got like two or three inches. Um, the time before that we got about eight inches. So it's been it's been a really snowy winter so far. And usually our big snows don't come until February, March. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because it's really cold here in February. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, I used to think like what we think of winter, fall, I used to think that's when everyone got snow. Yeah, I did too. But that only happens in certain parts of the country. Like you go up like north, north. That yeah. happens. And most places get, like you were saying, February, March is. So if you're talking about a white Christmas, like, what do you mean? <clears throat> I hope we have a white, like you should. It's December and you live up north. <laughs> Oh no, we'll, but it, it's with Kentucky like being in the middle. Mm-hmm. We can have it can be seventy five degrees one one Christmas. Next Christmas it can be twenty and you know ten inches of snow. Yeah, it all depends on if we end up getting you know a big Arctic push. Yeah, and uh, we've been getting those. Uh, like today it's supposed to be like sixty three. Tomorrow night's going to be twelve. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I think my I, I think my my wife might actually kill a person. To have a white Christmas, <laughs> yeah, she was on bad. <laughs> she she loves snow and she likes having this four season, you know, type deal. The kids have been asking and and, and wanting to, you know, snow and that thing, that kind of thing. So she this would, time to would to love Kentucky. it. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, maybe someday. Yeah, good chance. Good chance. We'll see. Um, and that and that was that predates anything whiskey and whitetail. It's just, but anyway. So what? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So you have a bunch of new exciting stuff. Oh, before we do that, the dinner. So last year's dinner. How many people were there? Do you think? Uh, there were three hundred and twenty people. I think three hundred and twenty people. And you guys gave away or auctioned off a, a bunch of awesome stuff. And you acquired yep. all the bourbon. All the bourbon. Correct. Have you started yeah. the bourbon for this year? I have. Um, I've already got a old rip. I've got a lot B. Um, Stag Junior. I got another one seventeen. Um, I got the old Forest Presidential. Uh, I think I've got a regular Blanton's, a red, and a gold. Man, you're well on and, your way. Uh, and and we still have. Heck, we still have six months until that. I know. Six, seven months. So, yeah. yeah I'll, have, I'll have plenty. Oh, I have some awesome micro sets. Um, micro sets, I got oh, that's cool. three full um, verticals of all the wellers in, in uh, two ounce bottles. And, and it comes in a nice display case. Um, I've got the first three of the Rip Van Winkle. I got the, you know, the 10 to 12 and the 15 all in small bottles with, I mean, these are like absolutely perfect, perfect duplicates of these bottles and they're coming to wooden display case and everything. So these are really cool things. Um, I just like them for the cool coolness value. 
Yeah. Uh, also have that E.H. Uh, e. Taylor um, single barrels, the mini ones that come in wooden display cases, even has the small tube and everything for it to come in. It's really oh, cool. Oh, wow. Oh, neat. Show that cool little... little tube. Yeah, I don't know if we, we, uh, we, we met a guy in a parking lot to buy some uh, <laughs> mini bottles, but look at this one. Oh, that's really cool. It's old. It just says old Taylor on it. Um, instead of anything else, but the tax stamps like rips. So I don't know what year it is, but it's pretty cool. So are you? Um, are you? <clears throat> excuse me. Are you foreseeing or planning on it being about the same size, or are you looking to to go bigger this year? I think we'll probably end up selling out with four hundred. Yeah. Um, probably pretty quick because I know a lot of people who went last year wanted to come again this year. Sure. And then you know we'll have additional people too. Uh, whereas last year I think we only had you know, four and a half months to get ready for the event. Yeah. Uh, this year, we've had almost a year. So already got the word out and, you know, people are saying they're going to get tickets and come back. Um, you know, they're still offering the room discounts and everything else at the venue at the Campbell house. Great. So, you know, this year will be September 10th there at the Campbell house. And um, I'm actually thinking of uh, putting together some VIP uh, packages for that would include the day before and the day of since it, the things on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So like the day before I was thinking of having a get together with a private concert, um, music thing and drinking and stuff like that. The next day, uh, during the day do bourbon tours. Oh yeah. Where, yeah. And where they you ride around, go to different, you know, different places and tour bourbon. And then that night, you know, have the event. So Right now, I'm putting that together and have a limited amount of those VIP packages where people can do those. Awesome. Yeah, that would be that'll, – that'll do well. I think those will sell quick. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, especially from out-of-towners who don't get an opportunity to do that. Yeah. And we yeah. might just show up and follow along. <clears throat> yeah, it can be uh, – yeah. that's one thing we figured out kind of quickly, having never – because when we came to up to uh, last year for the dinner, that was my first time in one of the big – like actually staying more than, you know, a couple hours in one of the major – Kentucky cities, if you will, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all the different bourbon and or the distilleries and the different shops. Everywhere you turn around, it's bourbon something, and it can be really overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like you don't know where to start or where to go. So having yeah. a having a package put together where somebody can just hop on a bus and have it laid out for them would probably be oh yeah very beneficial. I yeah. think that would that just would go sit there and ride and drink all day. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of afternoon. So yeah, depending on how much those tickets are, we I might yeah save some pennies for those. Yeah, um, I'll I'll figure out what those are. But the regular tickets are a hundred dollars. Yeah, and then um, tables of ten or nine hundred. Or yeah, tables of ten or nine hundred. And you know we'll be there for a table for sure. Again. Yep. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun last year. It was uh, got to meet a bunch of cool people and and um, I enjoyed it. It was fun watching our. Guys helping us out, making cocktails, fun watching them getting kicked out from behind the bar. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it was it was yeah. also, it's also nice. Um, I enjoy these kind of things because it's uh, it's an opportunity to bring the wives and let them yep. be a part of everything. You know, sometimes we do shows and things like that, and even if they're there, we're busy. So I, I always feel like mm-hmm. I'm ignoring or, or you know blowing them off. So it's nice to have a weekend where we can come hang out and and uh, maybe drive around the countryside and do some prospecting. If you know what I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> This is wildly yeah. complex. It Isn't changes it? with every sip. Now I'm getting like, um, not not quite medicinal, but like a rubber taste to the 
to the back end, which I really like. I, that's one thing I like about scotch is the medicinal taste. I just don't like the, the peat. You like the medicinal thing? I do. I've always liked it. Like really? the iodine, rubbery. Um, so this is almost like a burnt tire rubber to me that I get. And I mean that in a good way. Okay, I, like then I, I have a scotch you need to try because it's not so much okay. peat as it is like straight Band-Aids. And I don't like that. Yeah, I'm down <laughs> with it. <laughs> also around uh, September 10th, that's uh, around our velvet season too. Yeah, yeah, that's so. right. That that makes that make that could make for a good week trip. Yeah, that's right. I got it. I got in trouble for not taking a, enough PTO last year, so I almost ran out of PTO. So <laughs> you you get to I don't get to I don't have the same setup as you. No, I know. This is a final one here. The uh, this is the honey, which I'm going to say I'm, I'm looking really. I'm, I'm looking for probably most excited because I've never had the honey and I've been talked a lot talked to about it a lot. There we Man, go. All right, triple pop episode. That's good. That that's fine. That thing. What was the uh, so the which one were you most excited about trying again? The honey. Yeah, um, the honey. Yeah, love, you, I, the finish. The finish is just like it just makes you sit back and be like, wow. I love the so, I love the bourbon feeding the feeder and the deer's got like his whole face in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it has a sweet smell to it, but. There's not much I, on the nose. Not much on the honey. I'm excited for that. But I've been told that the palate is where it's at. I wonder if these are also a little younger, the honey ones, because they impart so much flavor within the barrel. Yeah. Well, when I smell a whiskey, it's 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 cool to get, like, an idea of what you're about to taste. But there's been so many times oh, where I, I smell one thing yeah. and the taste is completely different. I don't it seems to me cheaper whiskey smells like it tastes. But then when you get it into a more expensive stuff, they're very complex and they don't they usually don't match. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. In your expert opinion? No. As a, as a bourbon... No. Celebrity, stop Person- saying that because Bourbon people are going to take it out of context and think that we're actually saying that. Yeah, but we're Bourbon personalities. No, we're not. Oh, okay, I don't we're know not. why we got to keep doing this. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's a running joke. Did you hear the button he pushed? Bourbon personalities. No, I don't hear it. I, I pulled that. Oh, when I pushed Bourbon that button. Personalities. Oh, I thought you could hear that. Weird. Oh, you don't hear that? Oh, oh well, I pulled that from uh, from a YouTube videos of some. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't like talking about it because it's going to get us in trouble one day. Wow. Yum. That's really good. That's like a whole mouth experience. Then you really get the honey on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that finish that makes you just like want to sit back and be like, oh, that's it. It's sweet. Like it's. It feels like you legit have honey in your mouth. Like it's not as thick, right? Like no, a watery I mean, like honey. It's still the legs are still running from the edge of the glass. Yeah, like it's that's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Good job, good job on the picks. <clears throat> How many do you have left? They're pretty much all gone now, or you still have the pairs? Um, well, because the honey and the sauternes they were both half barrels, and then the single barrel was a full. Uh, what we're gonna have to, what we're doing now is we're doing gonna be just selling the two packs. With a single and a sauternes or a single and a honey. Gotcha. Um, so those will be 200, and uh, we'll be putting those together here soon. There you go. This episode won't come out for probably a week and a half. You'll probably be sold out by then. But if not, make sure you guys reach out and yeah. uh, and get one. And then also get tickets to the dinner because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, and it's in Lexington. There's tons to do in Lexington. There was definitely no shortage of things to do. Yeah. 
Um, if you, yeah, and if, if you're into bourbon, I mean, you're right in the heart of it there. Yeah, for sure. So. It's also a bunch of good people when you get to, if you've never been to a veteran charity before, the charity dinner, they are, uh, it, it is, there's a reason we go to a bunch of yeah. them. And like, everybody was like, oh, that's so kind of y'all to do. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I got. A, I actually have a question. <clears throat> have you looked by chance to see if uh, Kentucky has a home game that weekend? I'm not sure. Actually, I don't. I'm not sure if their schedule came out yet. Oh, okay, I'll check. Because <clears throat> that would be that might be something fun to do if they have a an early an early game in the day. I've never been to a to see a, a Kentucky. I've never been to an SEC game actually. So. I went to see whoever's in Louisville. I went to see when I was I didn't care about sports at all, but um, my friend Mark took me there. Football? Yeah, it was a Kentucky football game. Who's in Kentucky? Is it? Well, like, you got Louis, University of Louisville, mm-hmm. and uh, you got Kentucky. That's probably what it was yeah. University of Louisville. We went to a game there. It was pretty cool. Sounds like fun. There was like I think that there was like Papa John's or something. Yeah, it was the Papa John's Stadium. There you go. Yeah, that's okay. where we went. But that's also like depending on the time of the game. That's like a full day commitment because you got to get there early. To yeah, t- we, we tailgate, tailgate all morning, spend three four hours yep. at the game, and yeah, I'm not sure that would work out and still make it to the dinner. And t- yeah, <laughs> decent no, time. Probably not on a Saturday. <clears throat> but yeah. So what's um what's some new and exciting things we can look forward to see coming out of Camp Hero? Um, this year we're starting. It's a nature immersion program. Um, I've partnered with the Kentucky State EMS Board and a company called uh, Nature Reliance School. And what we're doing is we're going to host first responders uh, for free. And, um, and we do groups of 15 and uh, they, they'll come down, um, learn stuff like bushcraft, survival, edible plants, stuff like that. Well, you know, they'll be learning stuff while they're out there, just being able to relax and take it easy, decompress in the outdoors. Um, so we're going to have about two of those a month. Oh, wow. And then uh, we're also going to do, we're thinking we're, going to be working with possibly I think it froze up on us uh oh Uh-oh. see if it comes back there we go there we go yeah all of a sudden it said you know high temperature and you know <laughs> unable to use phone until it cools off I was like oh crap who would have so known that uh, this- zoom would burn your phone up <laughs> I know, and they didn't warn me about that. <laughs> and I talked to my attorney. Yeah, shit. <laughs> ah, shit. So when we cut and out, you were uh, getting into, yeah, we, yeah you remember. Um, yeah, there's a, a bladesmith that we're going to be working with, and um, what we'll be doing is like a, a two-day thing. It'll be a Saturday, one week, Saturday, and next week. Well, the first Saturday is um, the people would come in there, and they'd get a blank, like a knife blank, and they'd actually build their own knife. Um, where they go from sharpening it to parkerizing it to doing the handle and everything else. Uh, we'd hold on to that knife to make sure they show up for the second day. The second day would be at camp at Camp Hero, and um, the naturalist from Nature Alliance School would have them using their knives for survival stuff, bushcraft stuff, fire starting, and all that. That's cool. So, And, of course, they get to keep their knives and everything afterwards. So that's another program we're going to I want to do that. Doing. Yeah. That sounds like fun. That does sound like That's fun. That's also one of the skills that I think that you should have is how to make a knife. To find out what, uh, how much and what size wood pieces that the the guy needs for uh, for the handles, and we might be able to, to do, donate uh, some of the scraps that, that we have that fit that size, 
and they can have a uh, whiskey barrel, oh, whiskey barrel white oak candles. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be an, that'd be an awesome option. If he can melt down hoops to make blades, we got plenty of hoops too. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, sounds good. But other than that, we're doing that, and then uh, we've got an, another thing where we're going to be partnering with uh, UK football, and then um, doing stuff in the community. I can't really advertise it yet because they haven't cleared it through all their legal stuff. Yeah, um, sure. But it's good to go. And then I'll also be. Um, after basketball season, also be working with the UK basketball team too. Awesome, um, doing stuff either here at Camp Hero and then out in the city. So, making a lot of great connections, uh, being able to help you know the community and everything else. And um, the more you know, the more people that we can reach out, the more people we can help. You know, and that's the biggest thing is getting the word out about what we do and what we offer. Yeah, and everything else. Um, oh, another thing is in the end of this month. Um, we are going down to Florida to wild hog hunt nice. and we, uh, I decided, I was like, well, we're going to, we'll do a day and do a charter fishing trip too. Oh, cool. Well, what yeah. happened is I, I emailed, I emailed a couple guys or a couple, um, charters and one gave me the basic, you know, we're $150 an hour or whatever. Well, the second one, she wrote like super long email, um, talking about how both of her kids were in the military and. She wants to help us, you know, give me, she give me her number. Well, I called her, come to find out she had just bought that charter in October, but she has her own outdoors TV show on seven different channels with over 38 million viewers. What? And she wants to, she wants to team up with Camp Hero and put us on her show and then, you know, film some of our events, Yeah. Um, she, you know, connect us with other stuff. Um, where we could do like for python hunting, iguana hunting, what? doing all kinds of stuff and uh, be able to film it and, uh, you know, basically show everyone, you know, Camp Hero stuff. So python hunting. Down, that's. Yeah, put me in oh, for a I, python I hunt. Python. That sounds terrifying. I Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I want to go so bad. I'll eat it too. I know how to clean yeah. a snake. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good time. So, yeah, we got a lot of big stuff, you know, coming ahead and it just you know end up meeting the right people and talking to the right people and you know that's what when people realize you're doing something good they want to be a part of it for sure so, yeah man you know and they and and when they know you're doing it for the right reasons and you know because people do things you know for their own personal gain yeah um you know when they know you're doing it for the right reasons you just want to help people then they want to be there you know be a part of it also yeah that's yeah. one thing that we preach a lot because people always talk about charities that they donate to and I'm like, well, where do you guys go? And I tell them about GuideStar. You told me about GuideStar.com. You can go there and you can look at tax returns for charities. But your charity, it's it used to be, it still is 100% volunteer, right? Oh, yeah, 100% volunteer. 100%. Um, we have no no paid people, so all of our money goes to fund the, our mission. There you yeah. go. And so if you're looking for a good charity to donate to, um, yeah, you I mean, you can't get better than 100%. You know that 100% of every penny you give yeah. is going to helping people, uh, no payroll, none of that. And there may be some day that you need to when you, you get massive and you got to pay people to come on board. But, you know, I think, um, yeah. you know, we recommend it all the time. It's like, you know, we met you through uh, Patrick through WLS, and, and that's a great organization too and, and one that, you know, we always harp on and try to do stuff with. But, you know, we love splitting our time between you and WLS. And, and other than that, we don't really – not many other – there's a couple small ones locally. But other than that, it's like the only two that we recommend ever. Yeah. Well, it comes down to, you know, our between 
between jobs and then and then whiskey and whitetails, it's uh, our our time is at a premium. So we have to pick who <laughs> who we want to spend time with. And um, between Camp Hero and WLS, it's not a it's not a hard choice. And I love hearing all these things that are lining up and working out for you, man. Because <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of people, as you mentioned, a lot of people that do this kind of work, but <clears throat> it's they use the uh, helping others as sort of a a blanket to cover what their real intentions are, you know, um, and that's not the case yeah. with you. And it's it it, it makes uh, it's gonna sound really corny, but it, like it makes my heart happy. Yeah, for sure. When I see those good things happening and working out for you, because uh, you, you freaking deserve it, man. And yep. uh, I think it's awesome. So uh, kudos to you. Good. I think I hope I hope that TV stuff uh, works out, man. And, and I hope I hope you end up with the problem of having to hire somebody to help you out because you're so busy. That'd be a good problem to have. Oh yeah, yeah, it would. Or at least as a contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think we're gonna do the random fact and then wrap this up. So Good. we'll leave Rog on so we can hear it too. Okay. Bang it. Okay. Random fact of the week. The random fact of the week is brought to you by, as always, the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. John Chapman, born in Massachusetts in 1974. Uh, planted his first orchard in 1798 in the Allegheny Valley in Pennsylvania, began traveling west ahead of the pioneers, and he carried a sack with him full of apple seeds. You know him as Johnny Appleseed. But the random fact is that he did not plant edible apples. They were what are called cider apples. They were a lot smaller and very bitter and did not taste good. But the reason he got his good name is because he would move before the pioneers, and he had a knack for guessing where they would plant He's like, the pioneers who come through here, they're going to put a town here. Yeah. And so he'd go ahead of them and plant an apple orchard so they could make cider. That's clever. It's pretty fascinating. Um, but he he wore a sack, a flower sack, and he cut holes out for his legs, and that's what he wore for real. Uh, didn't wear shoes. There's stories that he wore a flower sack? A flower sack. As clothes. As clothes. Undo that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> there's stories that he, uh, you know, folklore, there's a lot around him, but there's folklore saying that he got bit by a rattlesnake once, but because his feet were so tough from not wearing shoes that the snake could not penetrate. It's probably bullshit, but yeah. that's what they said. But <laughs> he believed in the life of religion is to be is to do good, and he was something called a Swedaborgian, which is a type of Christianity, but not actual Christian um, theology, if you will. But he believed that doing good gets you to heaven. So he treated all people and animals with respect. And that's the reason that uh, his folklore grew, just grew huh. massive. But yeah, he was planting uh, apples for cider. So people get drunk. So My man. I like him too. So that as <laughs> as as people came and settled areas, they they had... They were like, bam, somebody planted a bunch of apple they had trees. stuff ready to go for yeah. cider. Yeah. Man, let's build a house and start making some cider now. Yeah. That's good. I like that guy. I like him too. He can, yeah. Good dude. Died of pneumonia in 1845 at 70 years of age. Pneumonia? Yeah. Was in it COVID? Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. It probably was. Uh, yeah, it was a coronavirus probably that like, <laughs> kicked it off and pneumonia finished him. All right. Well, Rocco, we appreciate you coming on here, man. Always. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime, man. Look forward to seeing you guys again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Us um, too. We like, like hearing all your new stories all yeah, the time. Yeah, I think we had intended to talk a little bit about uh, camp and, and whitetail season, but we probably need to have another conversation, maybe another podcast, and talk a little about what you have planned for whitetail season and maybe plan a, a weekend to drive up there and help yeah, you we, out. Hey, we were talking talk about rate. March, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have a date set, but March. Okay. Like, we have some stuff in March, so we need to probably figure that out sooner than later, but... 
Yep. Yeah, just let me know. We'll get it done. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably call you offline and figure it out. Yeah, definitely. All right. Cool, Sounds man. good, guys. I appreciate it. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. Talk Thanks. to you soon, man. Yeah, have a good one. Yep, right. you too. Bye. 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 Yeah, and that's it. <clears throat> that was Rocco. Dude, this number, I don't know who they are. You're getting blown up, huh? Dude, it's, the six, on, it's the sixth time they've called. Answer on podcast. I don't know. Okay. So we can always cut it out if it's something weird. Yeah. Oh, it's plugged into there. I don't feel like reaching over there right now. Should be something crazy. Jesus. They have called seven times. Seven times. Yeah. This is undoubtedly a customer, right? Or is that your personal number? This is my personal number. Oh, so who knows? I think maybe they're done. Call them back. You're going to have to call them back anyway. I don't have to call anybody back. Seven times you got to call Call and see. If they haven't left a message, it must not be that important. Well, maybe they have, it's too important. They have to keep calling you. Well, then they'll call me an eighth time. If they call you an eighth time, they'll answer it. Yeah. Okay. In the, in the meantime, what else do we have do we want to discuss before this we wrap this thing up? Not a lot, man. Got uh, Fort Worth, Texas. You have family in Fort Worth, huh? I do not have t- No, I don't. Oh, okay. I have family in Houston. No, I don't think we had anything to discuss. I just really wanted to have this conversation with this person. On the phone? Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be from. Seven calls? Yeah, it's like it's back excessive. to back. I kept hitting like the you know, the double tap the side button so it kills the call, which makes me think that it, it's just a that's some a telemarketer or something. I really think you should if they call again you should answer. I will. Do we have anything to talk about between now and then? When they call again? <laughs> they're probably they probably gave up. Um No, I don't think we do. Yeah, I think we're pretty much wrapped up. We got a lots of busy stuff um, happening for us next week, but luckily we're uh, halfway prepared. Yeah. Uh, you in trouble? No. Hold on a second. No. Oh, Kid stuff. So are they calling her too? <laughs> yeah. No, that's not it. Okay. All right. Well. <sighs> Well, these were good. Um, I, I will reiterate what we said earlier while we were kind of in the middle of conversations. If you are interested in one of buying up one of the pairs, because they're they're pairing, if I understood correctly, yep. they're pairing the single barrel single with barrel one of these with two. One of the two, yep. And it's 200 bucks for the pair. Yep. Um, it's worth it, in my opinion. I, I would 100% do that. If I had to recommend, I would definitely do the single barrel and the honey. <clears throat> uh, but this is super complex and does a weird thing on the, on the tongue. I think if you already have a honey barrel, you should probably go yeah. with the salt term because I, I would it's. Agree. Um, it's yeah, it's got a lot of flavor to it. If you've never had a honey barrel, the, I think you would. Uh, would people need to reach out to Rocco? To yeah, do reach this? out to Rocco. It has nothing okay. to do with us. Please don't inundate us with, yeah. with text messages. But you and that's can on find Instagram, Facebook, Camp Hero KY. Yeah, um, they're easy to find. Yeah, that's it, why. Yeah, so, I think his cell phone might actually be on the website. So. Brave man. Oh no! What happened? Camera. The laptop did the thing. Anyway. All right, well, a little short one today, but I think it was packed full of information, packed full of a good time, and uh, it was definitely a good time for us. I, I enjoyed talking to Rocco. Every Always time do. We do it. Yeah, it's a good time. So, all right, folks, until next time. Sayonara. We should get that chick to – no, we already have one. Maybe we should graduate away from the, the drinking whiskey jingle and have a custom one. Yeah, why not? Because then we can just start it right here and just, and just run into it. Yeah, we need a jingle, something better. Yeah. All right. Okay, bye.
life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.